Good morning and uh, welcome to Daily Devotions. Uh, my name is Dean uh, and I'm on team here at Father's House Church uh, and really is a privilege and an honor for me to be able to share a daily devotion with you this morning. Uh, we're in a series uh, where Pastor George has so beautifully uh, drawn up some comparisons between what it means to live uh, with a, a worldly wisdom in comparison to this beautiful, fulfilling, godly wisdom. On Sunday, Pastor George shared part three of Nothing Ventured and Nothing Gained uh, in this conversation where we speak about the difference between these two types of wisdom. And actually, uh, this idea around knowledge uh, and knowledge being the information that we have, Google, but wisdom being how do we apply that information to our lives in the world. Uh, I used a, a silly example of, we, we all have the ESCOM load shedding schedule, that is the information we have. Wisdom is how do we imply that, preparing candles, downloading a Netflix movie on our laptop, uh, ensuring that we have uh, some safety measures in if that's needed, uh, getting the matches ready for when they do go out, or even lighting the candles a minute before they go out so that we know what we need. Pastor George uh, shared again on Sunday, uh, this idea that knowledge says tomatoes are a fruit, but we know we, we're not going to throw it in a fruit salad. Uh, this morning, I'd like us to read from Galatians 5. And Galatians 5 in the message so beautifully puts uh, the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, and I'd like it to be the opening uh, start to our conversation uh, as we go into this morning's devotion. If you have your Bible, uh, Bible app nearby, I would love for you to jump to Galatians 5 uh, as we continue this morning. Uh, Lynn, I see you saying happy birthday to Irvin. Uh, that's absolutely amazing. Irv's good, uh, good morning and happy birthday. Kwai, uh, good morning. Um, I hope that you are well. Uh, and Simone, uh, good morning from Cape Town. This morning in Galatians 5, it says, but what happens when we live God's way? That's the question. What, what happens? What happens when we live in this godly wisdom idea of living in the world? He brings gifts into our lives. Much the same way that fruit appears in an orchid, things like direction for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart and a conviction. I love this. In, in a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way into life. And we are able, and this is this morning's point that I'd like us to hold on to as the author closes here. We are able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. How are your energies this morning? How are you directing your energy this morning? I uh, am doing my very, very best to be committed uh, and staying uh, in a routine of what it means to go to gym every single day uh, and really trying to keep that rhythm going. But sometimes, and I'm sure we're all, we've all been there, we just, I j just don't feel like it. I'm tired or I'm unmotivated and I just can't pull myself out of uh, the couch sometimes <laughs> or just a routine where I feel a little bit flat and I just don't want to do this. 
And so then what I'll do is I'll find myself at home and I know that I might need to get to another appointment or I'll find myself at the office knowing that I might have a meeting or another thing that I get to. And then that muffin that I know is in the cupboard begins to talk a little bit loudly. And then I know that I've hidden a pack of Oreos from the kids in the cupboard underneath the sink. And those things start to talk to me. And they start to pull my energies going, hey man, just have like three or four Oreos. It's not, not the worst thing in the world. But you'll notice that that's the second decision that I've made. The first one was deciding I'm not going to go to gym. The second decision was eating an entire packet of Oreos because we all know that it is impossible to just have two or three Oreos. If I open a packet of Oreos, they're all going, the entire packet. Like that kid back in the day with the chocolates not good for dogs, I will pour myself a glass of milk and I will eat an entire packet of Oreos. We, we read in 2 Samuel 11, a very, very interesting story and an interesting story that we're all so, so familiar with. We all know it. And the moment you go to 2 Samuel 11, you'll see why. It's David and Bathsheba. Anthony Fischer, you have, just, you have just hit such a sore spot for me. It's actually unbelievable. It is mince pie season. I, I, I don't know. You realize, you realize very, very quickly in the world that there are two types of people in the world. Like, I love mince pies and get them away from me. And we're in mince pie season and those Woolworths mince pies... Dear Lord Jesus, help us and help our waistlines uh, this December. Amen. <laughs> In 2 Samuel 11, it says this. In the spring, at the time when kings go off to war, David sent Joab out with the king's men and the whole Israelite army. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah. But David remained in Jerusalem. I'm going to read that first part again. In the spring, at the time when kings go off to war, David remained in Jerusalem. Now it's a time when kings were supposed to go to war, but David didn't. And as we read that story further, we'll then see what happens one starry night with David and Bathsheba. Bathsheba was not the first decision David made. It was the second. David chose not to go to war when kings were supposed to go to war. This morning... Similarly to myself, who finds myself in the, on the couch and said, no, I'm not going to go to gym. I don't feel like it today and end up eating an entire packet of Oreos or mince pies. David in this moment was supposed to be at war, but chose to stay home. And we know how the story ends. For each of us today, I wonder if I asked you, what are you doing? In your life, in your day-to-day, Monday-to-Friday lives, what are you doing? 
And I wonder if somebody walked into the house while I was eating an entire packet of mince pies or Oreos, they would have said, Dean, what are you doing? I wonder what would happen to our friends, to our families, to our close friends, community of fellowship, if we began to ask each other, hey man, what, what should you be doing? What has God called you to be doing? What should you be doing at work? What should you be doing in your family during this time? Not what are you doing? What should you be doing? And maybe there's some friends or families or names of friends that are popping into your mind right now where you know that there are some things that you should be doing. As we apply godly wisdom to our lives, we know that there are some things that we should be doing. Galatians 5, the author writes, but what happens when we live God's way? This idea of godly wisdom. He brings gifts into our lives, much the same way that fruit appears in an orchid, things like affection for others, exuberance about life and serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart and a conviction that basic holiness permeates all things and all people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in. Godly wisdom enables us to marshal and direct our energies wisely. Today, may you come to know that God is on your side and guiding you every step of the way. That we are able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. That we don't ask ourselves, hey man, what are you doing? That we actually know what should we be doing. I know that I shouldn't be eating the Oreos. I know that I should be at gym. I hope that this morning's word and devotion encourages you. God bless you today. And I really hope that you have a wonderful Tuesday further.